<laughs> Stand up, girl. <laughs> not break the microphone. Hey, what's up? I'm MJ. And I'm Bree. And we're just a couple of Vegas girls. Living the not-so-Vegas life. Yeah, but we're not regular Vegas girls. We're cool Vegas girls. Kinda. And this is the Keeping It Casual podcast. Where we talk about everything and nothing all at once. Let's do it. I like when you sang it out. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that stupid movie. Are we rolling? Hello and good evening. Good evening. Are we, are we lounging? We are lounging by the pool right now. God damn. With a fire going. Fire pit. It is a, a cool... I mean, let's check the weather. It's a cool, what is it? I don't know, 50? 48 degrees. Oh, I was close enough. Yes. It's very cool out right now. But we're nice and warm, keeping it casual by the pool. Life, All right. Life has done some changes on us recently. Yeah, so <laughs> the new year hasn't been exactly that great to your co-hostesses. I think, but didn't we start off by saying one thing? Like, uh, it's about, you know, you can't control anything. No. But when shit falls in your lap and things happen, you find a way to roll with it. Oh, right? You freak the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the initial freak out. And yeah, I think that's what we wanted to chat about today. Some serious relating. I think we've all been in a position that both of us have fell into yes. recently and can relate. <laughs> so uh, guess what, guys? I am officially single again. <sighs> a heartbreak hotel over there. Heart this is some bullshit. Break. I just, you know, I don't even know where to begin. We got into a big fight on New Year's Eve that rolled into New Year's Day. That was a half makeup. Oh. And then two days later, we decided we needed to have a conversation. And in that conversation, we realized well, that my boy, ex-boyfriend was not in a very good place. Mentally, he's not happy. He said I was one of the few things or one of the only things making him happy. And... He needs to figure his own shit out without bringing me down that dark path. It was a very long couple hours, a bunch of tears from both ends. A lot of crying on both of our ends. I mean, and I'm not gonna say, you know, he's an asshole, he's this, he's that. No, he's still a very good person. He's just in a tough spot, and that tough spot has not has I mean this breakup has triggered a lot of emotions that I have not felt in a very long time I can imagine <laughs> I I mean the I thing is this. is like talking about this on the talking about my relationship on the podcast with him I mean you guys got to know a picture of it but that's you don't know the full relationship you don't know every inside joke every laugh every cry every I love you you know yeah and I do love him, and a part of me will always love him. And he told me that nothing will change him loving me. I mean, it was only eight months, but there was a lot shared within those eight months. So you, you got, you know, fell in love. We fell in love. And, and we haven't fallen out of love yet. Oh, yeah, it's still <laughs> fresh still wounds. and way fresh. You know, one of the things he said to me was... I'm going to get myself right. And I hope by some divine miracle that when I am, you're single and available and willing to take me back. And I looked at him and said that was completely unfair because I can't wait. Like, that's that's asking me to wait. 
Yeah, you gotta just respect each other's space and time. And <laughs> Which has not been happening. I feel like breaking up is never just like, okay, we're done and it's over. And especially when there's nothing like malicious happened and you know, it's just yeah. you still care about somebody. You still love them so much. You can't just stop and hang up the phone right away. People are like, oh, just get over it, move on. And you know me, I was like, uh, I mean, just kind of block on social media and just get, and you couldn't, you know, still mm -hmm. no. I, I just feel like just to kind yeah. of take any of that. Yeah, that right out of my face. I don't know. I have to kind of, you know, you know where you go a lot. And you're just like, you have to kind of, yeah, take it out of your face. It's hard. But yeah. it's hard to just do that right away. It is. And you know you know what else sucks is, like, everything reminds me of him right now. Yeah. I'm at the fucking grocery store. I pass by Mountain Dew. And I'm like, oh, there he is. <laughs> the boy loves some Dew. He does love Who's Mountain Dew. He's doing the Dew. I hear a Green Day song, and that's his favorite band. So there he is again. It's just, it really fucking sucks. <laughs> and there are moments when I'm just like so overwhelmed with sadness that it's just like, is it even okay to, like, is it worth it to feel this fucking sad over something? Heartache has done that to a lot of people, and I've definitely had yeah. a feeling like that because it's very, oh, it's, it's the worst. When you know? it's like hard to wake up in the morning and. You know, you're used to that, like, communication with them all the time that you don't get anymore, and... Oh, God. It's definitely a... <clears throat> fucking... You know, he's he's one of my best friends. I... I don't know. And it's crazy, because there's, like, a part of me that truly believes this isn't over between us. But in my mind, I know that... I need to start working on stepping away and moving on. One night we were talking post-breakup a few nights ago. And I was telling him how just embarrassed I feel and stupid and pathetic for being so fucking sad and angry and emotional. Like, I'll text him one second, you're a fucking asshole. And then the next I could be like, I'm so sorry. Oh, there's all of that. Especially the anger. <clears throat> the anger and the sadness is just yeah. overwhelming because you're... Because you're feeling everything. Yeah, and you're just, it's not, you feel un, un, unfair and just like... It does feel completely unfair. Do you feel like it's fair if he, is he still reaching out to you to rely on you for emotional support when he's... I told him... Put you in that position. I would help him with whatever he needed. If that means helping him find a therapist, I'll help him find a therapist. If, uh, I don't know, I can't stop being the helping hand that I am. I can't stop doing, I don't know. Just because we're broken up doesn't mean I don't want him in my life, too. That's another thing I'm absolutely struggling with. It's because you're just an amazing person like that, you know, and you're not going to give up on anybody and you're no. always going to make sure somebody's right. But if right now it's just like overwhelming heartache is, you know, there's there's no way to get past it unless you heal from it. And just to kind of, you know, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear any kind of advice. It's the hardest thing is yeah. watching your friend so hurt and just not having the words to say because they can't even process it's just so overwhelming you know so you know your friends may have the best intentions and they're just like you're just like i'm not even trying to hear it right now you oh know? i know like and i get so sick of people that are like this is your time to work on you because 
that makes me want to say, go fuck yourself. I hear you. Because I, understand. I have worked on me for a very long time. Yeah. You've seen it. That was before I even met him. Yeah. I started working on me. It took, you know, me dealing with the British prick to start working on me. Yeah. And it was a fucking two year something process. Um, but then I met, <clears throat> I met my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend <laughs> And I thought he was kind of a gift from the universe for how much work I had done for me. Because it was just like, it was so different. I was dating all these fucking buffoons. Like, yeah, they were rich, good looking, or whatever, had money. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And I remember I, the sushi guy and the guy in the staircase. Or the guy the guy that couldn't find the parking garage. <laughs> that guy. That's all the same guy. <laughs> oh, God. We must be the big buffoon. <laughs> Oh, that guy. <laughs> He's a director of movies somehow, and I can't figure that one out. Oh, man. Um, well. But anyway. There's all kind of buffoons in very powerful positions <laughs> all true. over. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I just, I thought he was my, my gift from the universe because when I, like, when I met him, there was just so much respect right off the get-go and it was just like so much we had in common and a lot of just a lot of things a lot of things like how safe I felt with him right off the bat which is something I don't feel I don't feel safe around men at all mostly so yeah so um this has brought a bunch of uh feelings I haven't felt for a very long time up in a while and I don't know I feel like I should be taking a antidepressants again or something really yeah can i can i say and and like it you know just just probably more just stuff you don't want to hear but maybe just from an outside (laughs) perspective like if he's not going to be there for you emotionally you can't be there for him that's true you know but as much as you want to feel him and be around i don't know how much he knows because he even told me this the other night and he wasn't saying it in a malicious way i was just telling him how fucking stupid i felt and he's and i said and he said why and i said because i'm not this person and he told me that i have a very good knack for being poised and proper in public and not letting a lot of people see my feelings. Well, don't we all? I mean, isn't that the goal? <laughs> he did, no, he just said I got that, this. though. He just he said, but he's right. He said, you know, you don't show a lot of, you don't like to show a lot of feelings. He said, I've noticed this about you from day one. You're very walls up. He goes, but, you know, somehow I broke down this little wall of yours. Yeah. And I was that's like, yeah, and that's a fucker. lot, you yeah. know. And he said, but th- this is what he said to me. He said, sometimes you don't have to be that person and you can... He goes, because you need to feel your fucking feelings. He's not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm not going to walk around like a loose cannon. You mean, if I just, like, I if I just felt my feelings all day long, watch the fuck out, okay? <laughs> go, buckle up. <laughs> and I have been, and I have been a loose cannon on him to the point where he's like, I don't even know what you want me to say to you anymore. And really, I need to just back off of conversation with him. At least conversation, like text, if that's his all you can handle but you know just... the text is where we fight when we're talking talking we're usually okay yeah but Uh-oh. yeah so you're gonna stop communicating with him i don't know yeah but a goal 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 baby goal baby goal you're fighting the feelings kind of goal yeah because oh. i mean just cutting somebody off cold turkey is dude somebody that you love i guess cold turkey that is 
that is the, probably one of the worst feelings in the world. It's yeah. like the most devastating, hurtful, like sick. I said at one point I said to him, like, "I'm here for you, though." Bro. Why couldn't you do something to fucking make me hate you? Like yeah. those those breakups are hard, but they're a little bit easier. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but him trying to get himself right, how? Unless it was some weird, elaborate lie and excuse, which he would have to be a fucking psychopath with how much we cried together. Yes, he he probably cried more than I did. <laughs> and it all started because I I was pissed at first. And I just looked at him and I was like, you fucking wasted my time. And he got really upset over that and started crying. And he said, please don't mean that. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I probably would have said it, too. I think... A lot of it is he, I mean, just from everything we've talked about, things I've pieced together, he's, I don't think he ever really got over his father's death. Yeah. His dad died in May of 2017, and we met almost a year later. So I, I feel like part of that is he's, just from stuff he said to me, it's still hits very hard on him and there's no timeline for grief there is none like losing losing anybody in your life there's no timeline for it you gotta go through it but i think that's part of it because at one end like yeah i want him to be happy and if that's with somebody else that's with somebody else but right now he just wants to be on his own and figure out his shit figure out his shit i mean have you ever been there on the other end of something like that not in this type of situation but i know what it's like to break up with somebody but i mean have you ever been um yeah exactly like you know like somebody that you really hurt yeah i I don't know how to be on the uh giving end of a breakup when it's something like you truly love somebody that's not me because i'm i'm a fighter i will like I will stay with you for so long just because we can work through these problems. (laughs) Hey, you know, I feel like we all fight. I mean, we all, that's the relationships. It's all fighting. So, you know, that's just, sometimes it's a threshold of what you can, you know, the lines and the boundaries that you're, you're going to cross or that you can handle. But really, I mean, it's, it's a, it's always going to be a fight. And who do you want to be fighting with? And Maybe, fighting for. maybe, maybe just even fighting being a part of a relationship and just knowing it's just too much for somebody to handle, you yeah. know, just like, you know, that's how I would feel a lot in relationships. I was like, I don't even want to deal with everybody else's, you know, I'm just thinking yeah. of me and my like breaking hearts and wanting to be <laughs> single, just like me. I don't want to deal with anybody else's shit and yeah. just kind of, no, I, it's I my own, is, you know, it's just a s- that sucky, but just trying to say like the other, other th- way to feel is just like, yeah. You're not even emotionally capable of... Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. You know, the overwhelming feeling is... Makes yeah. a lot of crazy decisions. Oh, yeah. It, you know, one of the things that I, like, realize is, like, this loss... Like, this type of loss fucking sucks. Because it's like, the person is still alive. They're still there. You still have to... You still know they exist and, you know, whatever. Which sounds so selfish. Like, I had a friend... I don't think we talked about this yet. I have a friend whose uh, fiancé died yeah. right before Christmas. That was... Completely unexpected. Absolutely devastating. It was. He, was. he was 22 years old. And I was talking to our mutual friend, Monique, and 
she was asking me how I was doing because I told her about my breakup and everything and um, I told her and I said and I feel so ridiculous because I look at what Jade's going through and that's worse I can imagine yeah oh all my love to Jade man yeah and thank you Monique for checking up on me a few of my friends who I figured would have not so I don't know they must be going through their own shit whatever yeah you know it's and it's hard it's hard to know what to say people always want to say the they don't want to say the wrong thing they don't want to yeah. say that you know I can't go what a piece of shit you know like no. it's all because he and he's not no it's all respect and yeah. it's just I just want to be here for you and just tell you to you know like what are some things that you know you like to tell your friends you know like when they're going like what are some things we need some yeah. inspirational things maybe maybe now that things have simmered she's ready to hear some stuff to just kind <laughs> of motivate and put that friend that just went through some some shit, shit. like this yeah. like in in a different headspace and i don't know i've been um i always love podcasts so i like listening yeah. to podcasts but um there's a couple audiobooks somebody recommended to me recently like just a different world because i love yeah. comedy i love the true crime yeah. I, love, I love it all but sometimes you just need to Oh, I know. Do I've, something out of your routine mentally, I think. You know, I, I'm not doing something out of my routine mentally, but what I need to do to, like, start feeling my feelings instead of suppressing them, I, I've been writing a lot. So mm. keep reading my blogs, guys. Good. Tell, um, them, to, tell them your blog.net. Where, what's the which Oh, Bremix.com. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're a beautiful writer. Yeah, um, thank you. We're going to probably have a book here. Yeah. End of the year. Yeah, we're going to have a book deal one day, you know. <laughs> book at the end of the year. Okay, <laughs> These are my blogs on paper. <laughs> you know what's funny? With some dope photos. Is I've been trying to write, because I, I, you know, they say write what you know. So ever since the situation with Rob happened, I've been trying to write a true crime story like a true crime novel kind of based on that Ooh, like, like where dirty the, john kind of where it, this is copyright <laughs> i like want to give this to this plot line out but i'm like i don't want anybody to take it that's right we'll just keep it but it's like know. gone girl but from the other woman's point of view oh i love yes <laughs> take us down your dark alley well you know what life sucks but it's great content okay because everybody's nobody wants to hear how fucking great you're doing they're like no. fuck man i feel shitty too but at least that didn't happen to me yeah. <laughs> that's how i was i watched bridesmaids and i was like well at least i'm not in any situation exactly at least that ain't the fucking deal. <laughs> like misery loves company but also just a little relating to make you feel human and like yeah <laughs> it fucking happens. So I'm not the only one who got to yeah. going through a breakup right now. Talk about feeling human. Okay, the mood has changed. The ambiance has changed because I got fired. Oh, <laughs> oh. well, we, they, we haven't been laughing about this very much, oh, you guys. Oh yeah, this is this is all laughing now. But you know, uh, we have to laugh at yeah. it. It's, we've, we've gone through the struggle. Yeah. We are attempting to laugh at this shit, but yeah. Um, 13 years, like, doing my thing, uh, rocking my shit over the airwaves in Las Vegas. Can't say shit, but now I can. Um, number one spot. Okay, hello. Went out at number one. Uh, yeah, they didn't want to renew my contract, so I was kind of floored, but, you know, loved everybody I worked with. I really did, genuinely. Well, I still do. I, yeah. I worked with some great people, and... I respect what everybody does. I love their hustle. Yeah. I love their passion. I know for a fact I went above and beyond and gave yeah. it my hundred and gave it my all. So, 
you know, if uh, they don't think I can carry on, then that's on them. Yeah. So best of luck to all of them. But I was just... So now to in my feelings. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was just kind of blindsided and extremely um, upset. Yes. I was very upset and I was crushed. Because that, that's been your career for, you know, 12 years. Yeah. That's your livelihood. 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, your livelihood. Dude. Yeah. So this is and this is my passion. This is what I do. You know, I um, I love music. I, I can do anything there is to do in that kind of job. So. Yeah. You know, just to kind of be denied the opportunity, um, it, it I wasn't, I wasn't that fit. Absolutely. It hurts, you know, and you just feel real em- embarrassed. Absolutely. You feel embarrassed. You feel stupid. You feel like a chump. Yeah. You feel like a chump walking through the hallway on as your way es- out. As they escort you out. On you your, have- on your way out yeah. when your shift should start, you know? So yeah. I think we, it was, you know, kind of like cleaning out my locker <laughs> like a big cherry shopping bag like with headphones and and, you know just like I had to get like all my audio a lot of audio Mm -hmm. so um you know thankfully they had extra drive ready yeah (laughs) you know um but let me just say this though I I fucking love I love Las Vegas I love like being having that connection with the listeners and just with the people around town and you know giving the heads up on the news and the weather uh, mostly because we need to know what to wear (laughs) Um, but just like doing my little music trivia bit and stuff so squat songs my squat song challenge every Thursday Mm -hmm. I would drop the squat song challenge so you know some things are just going to change and you know it's a lot of who I was and my identity so you can let it out. You can cry too. <laughs> it's okay. You know, it's yeah, it, dude, just cry. It's okay. I'm crying too. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that. Like losing your job, especially that's been so a part of your identity, is just like, it's it, you come to the first thought is, well, fuck all of you, <laughs> well. and then and then you come to a point too. It's like, well, what do I do now? What am I supposed to do now? Well. And I will say this, like, hands down, I worked for the best radio company in Las Vegas. Hell yeah. You know, like, still to this day, we can, can't stop them, you know? Mm-mm. And just to be a part of that team and that energy and just, you know, I've been doing alternative music in Las Vegas for 12 years. So I think yeah. people that listen to that music, whether they listen to this station or that station. Yeah. I think we had a relationship, you know? Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Um, you know, so I'm gl- I'm glad we have this outlet to do this yes. because it's important and it's fun, and I think anybody can do it. You know, the reason, the reason I've always said like, you know, I want to do things is to inspire others and yeah. to always like whoop dog want everybody to win. <laughs> <laughs> whoop dog. <clears throat> another time, another one day, story. One day he'll listen. Yeah, another time. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really embarrassing, and I feel like a fucking sucker. You know, like MJ is like. Um, my radio, yeah, my radio name, you know, like it's just, it was just such a big part, and I don't think unless it was the absolute right opportunity or the right show or the right paycheck to put up with what I did and and not being appreciated because I will always bring that game and that one hundred percent. Like I know I can produce a fucking show. I know how yeah. to just. I know so much on the back end of radio and. And and being on air and just to not be giving that opportunity really uh is a is a fucking bummer. But yeah, you know I still I still love and respect everybody. I always listen and 
you know, my timing had just come, and I had nothing, there's nothing I could do about it, no. you know? There's nothing I can do about it, so I just gotta fucking cope and just roll on and, you know, really reevaluate what, what I wanted to do. And that's what's scary is like, because I, I, I know you're a career woman like I am. Like you have the family and you got you got the I got it all thing. But um, well. I don't know if anybody has it all. No, no matter how nobody. it looks. Nobody's got it. Can we have it all? though? No. <laughs> Can we have it all? Clearly you cannot. <laughs> At some point it stops. Yeah. But um, the moment. But no. <laughs> you um yeah, you you definitely were very career driven like I am and your career becomes your identity. Like, that's who you are. Yeah. I am, you know, a doctor. I am a lawyer. I am a receptionist. Yeah. You know what I'm always inspired by? by reading, reading things and just, like, especially I've seen a lot of this shit, like, over the last year, you know? Just, like, just, like, noticing different things and people with visions and just, like, you know what? I fucking gave it all up at 40 and changed my career and started my own business. Yeah. And I'm living life vacationing every month. And yeah. This happens, you know? This stuff yeah. can happen and... It is possible, and I just, you know, I just, I have such a feeling inside me that, like, it's just pushing me to, like, really make something like that happen. Yeah. That's been something that's always been on my mind, it's just, like, having a type of um, lifestyle where you can support your family yeah. and do what you love, make money doing what you're passionate about. I think anybody can find it. Yeah. And I think sometimes it, be, it takes being pushed out of your comfort zone to really go after something and to really dive in. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. You know, I've gone through the like cry all morning and like you oh, know, God. giving my hugs and just um, then I just have to say now it's just kind of funny to say it. I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's definitely some good 2019 gossip. I know that word spelled yeah. like spread like the wildfire. Well, uh, but hey, number one, motherfuckers, going out, number one. She, Thank least, you very much. At least you went out on top. You know, it's not your numbers that got you kicked out. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, sometimes I misspell things. You know, you know what's going on. But um, I don't know. Much love and respect to everybody in the company and you know all that good stuff. I love you. Um, if you didn't call me, it's all good. <laughs> I called you. Well, I think I think I texted you and then you called me because I didn't want to like just call you and be like, "What is going on?" Like you could have still been in the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> your phone going off and it's like my ringtone. Oh like, god, oh, Reese calling you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got a few calls and a few messages. People were just like, "Damn, that's you know people people got my back." Yeah. Oh, this is yours. I'm no, grabbing you your tea. No, you need it though. No, I have my tea over here. Oh. <sighs> MJ made us some awesome tea. I did. Do you need some more in your cup? No, no, I'm okay. I um, if you can hear it in my voice, it's not just uh, yeah, just it's not just sad. Kind of like a cold. Yeah, that's like my daughter's birthday yesterday. We we're out in the park, anyhow, and so I sound super sad. I say I've got like my Phoebe like sad, you like got the sad my sexy voice. Flim. Oh, Ugh, oh, god. sexy about this phlegm right now. <laughs> oh god, Do, uh, well you know I will say this. I was talking to my ex about career stuff. I'm not going to get too much into it, but, you know, it was after we found out they let you go and stuff. So we were talking, we we're talking about career stuff. And he just said, you know what, you, your podcast is great. You know, radio is the past. I had a friend tell me the other day, and this was really it kind of, it had me a little shook. And he was talking about his business. He had a food truck business, right? And he's like, hey, when are you give me the radio station? I was like, hey, man, you know, you can buy some ads. You can just get you on the radio station. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. do that. And, uh, but he's like. 
he's like he's like oh hell i done radio before you know i did radio yeah. ads before shit never works so i for like six months i was like oh you know you know hang in there he's like i don't know you still have a job i was like what fuck you <laughs> oh, no. and then you lost your job a few days later yeah but i think he was oh, saying shit. like like he was saying like radio is dead like anybody i asked like you know nobody even a lot of people didn't even know what the radio station was. You know, like, nah, I listen to my Spotify or I listen to my... I listen to podcasts. Oh, we want to know what the fuck you listen to. Yeah. I can, I, you know, I can never talk too much. I can never talk on the radio about what I... But I listen to Spotify. I love creating my own playlist. Yes, like, me too. I love listening to Stitcher, um, yeah. Spotify and podcasts and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shit, are we going to have to make the breakup podcast? Like, just a bunch of sad sack songs? <laughs> I guess. I actually did start a breakup uh, playlist. <laughs> We'll just make it public. All right, I'll put some Fiona Apple to it. You guys can always find the Keeping It Casual podcast playlists on Spotify. They're collaborative. They're yes. open to everybody. We get the sex list, the playlist, and now we're gonna have the sad sack list. <laughs> um, we'll call it something more fabulous. You guys, what do you do when you're? I mean, I don't even know. I think we need your help right now. I mean, just do you hear what's happening? Like feedback. Just please email. <laughs> email us your love. We need if we've ever needed more love. I mean, just give us a rating on iTunes and review, please. <laughs> but um, we really want to do this too. Yeah. To meet you, to give you a voice, give you a platform, get you on the show. We're going to be popping up around Vegas doing some really cool, like, pop-up podcasts. So yes. The ambiance will change. I'll still bring you some solid production, I promise. Yeah. Um, but, because, you know, we record inside the, the, the studio, the radio station. So, like, shout out to all you at-home podcasters. Seriously. Like, you know, we got a little spoiled for a second. We had all the stuff, but, you know, got a little spoiled and a little relaxed. We did. So, um, but we're going to take this show on the road. Yes, we are. Um, and and we have our Keeping Casual Live. We're announcing that soon. Yeah, soon. it's going to be really soon. Yes. So. We, we are not stopping this. That's just... <laughs> you can't stop this. No, you Shit. know what? You know what? I was, no. um, I was watching Legally Blonde because that is my <laughs> woman empowerment movie. <laughs> Mine really... would be Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that sometimes, too. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'll show you how valuable Brie Worth can be. <laughs> I'll show you all. You know, I, I just... This hair the, ain't going nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> one, one of the things that I've been uh, struggling with is like, I just fucking miss his smell. Like the smell of his skin when I would cuddle up to him. Ugh. And the way his hair looked when he would get out of the shower all messy and tousled. And the way he looked in flannel pajama bottoms and no shirt. What are we going to do? I don't know. Help us. Help us. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was listening to Guys We Fucked, their breakup episode, or a few episodes after their breakup episode, and apparently their listeners were, like, DMing their ex-boyfriends and, like, talking about how cute they were and like, <laughs> like asking to sext and stuff. That's so funny. That is awful. What a bunch if of fuckers. any of you guys can <laughs> slide into my ex's DM, and I know I've never called out who he is on the show, but if you pay attention to my social media and you pay attention to what I've said about him, you can figure out who he is, and I'm sure you have already. If DM. you slide into his DMs, I will find out and I will cut you. <laughs> oh my god. That is fucking hilarious. Why would you slide into, like, I'm such a big fan of you. Now I want to fuck your ex-boyfriend. Wow. That's awful. That's so Don't gross. do that. 
I know. I, pe- I know I peeps way too casual for that. But like, <laughs> I please, I got the energy. No, I'm going to go find out who he is. <laughs> but <laughs> We've been finding ways to laugh through this bullshit. So yes, we have. Some bullshit, you got some advice for us. I mean, we'd love an email. And please don't tell us this is our time to work on us. Please. Oh, this is my time. I'm going to take a few days off, but I cannot sit still long. My no. wheels are spinning. Good. No, um, I just meant that, like, <laughs> when they're like, this is your time, like, you're, this is your time to work on oh, yourself. Yeah. They mean, like, emotionally. Like, fucking Oh, a. I know. <sighs> it is, though. Oh, you know what? It is. Actually. Oh. I found something that I wanted to read. It's, um, a, it's a fabulous p- purse, by the way, DB. Uh, let me say, my mother has been the most amazing person <laughs> <laughs> through my breakup. <laughs> she bought me a fucking Dooney and Bork LA Dodgers purse. Oh my god. She took me to the spa to get a massage. Yes. She, she knows. And then she looked at me, because I didn't ask for any of this, obviously. No. And she looked at me and she goes... Your heartbreak is expensive. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't ask you for a trip to Cabo. I didn't mind and ask for any of it. You know what I did right after I got fired? I called up my homegirl and she was like, I'm going to the mall. I'm like, well, I'll join you. Fashion show on Las Vegas Boulevard. Too. Hells yeah. So I hope you spent some money on your I got some sexy new Victoria's Secret shit. And you showed it to Chris. Yeah, Chris was like, babe, just don't spend too much money. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was like, let me buy whatever I need, okay? You whatever know, I'm feeling right now, you just let me buy it, okay? Chris has been so great. First place! <laughs> Chris has been great through this. Man, Chris is always great. Like, when I'm getting flustered with anything, he's just my rock. So, man, to be going through things like this, just like... Yeah. I mean, I could, I could tell you, like... I, as we were walking outside to record, Vivian wanted to come outside and play. And <laughs> she we, wanted to hang out with Bree. We were we were trying to bargain with her, and Chris was like, "Just go." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh," and he was like, "You like basically like you don't need to reason with them; they're children." She, yeah, she's uh, she's got an excuse for everything, yeah. and she will come at you with something else. <laughs> she's very she's so smart. I know she trips me up. So I'm like, "Why am I debating with you?" <laughs> she <trips me> insane. <laughs> Oh man! <gasps> oh my god, she, she's great though. Uh, she yeah, really is. Cool she, she did my makeup. <laughs> she will officially be four tomorrow. So yes. four year old and a one year old, um, no job. <laughs> oh, but um, that's all right though. You know, I'm I'm not a moron with my money. It's not like I'm gonna fall off the roof. No, um, and I was you know, smart, Chris so is Chris is. Uh, I do have my partner in crime, so. Man, so I found oh, this. Hubs. <laughs> I um I read this. Uh, it started off as a blog. Now it's a bunch of like he writes a bunch of books. And it's called I wrote this for you. And I've been reading this forever. It's some guy out of South Africa, and he writes the most beautiful poetry. And how the project started is he was talking online to some guy in Japan who was a photographer, and they'd never met in person. But the guy, the photographer, would send him pictures, and then he would write poetry. to go with these photos oh i love it isn't that like it's such a cool yeah so i found this poem and it really is how i feel and i just want to read it to you all okay and you taught me what this feels like and then how it feels to lose it and you showed me who i wanted and then who i wasn't and then you ticked every box and then you drew a line and you weren't mine to begin with and then not to end with and you looked like everything I wanted, and then became something I hated. 
and you get the thought of every day and then not in a good way and then you let me leave and then I wish I'd stayed and then you almost killed me but I didn't die fuck that is how I'm feeling you know what you just being able to talk about this I just I hope it just maybe helps somebody maybe helps you a little bit it just it, it is helping me a lot to talk about it and I didn't want to talk about it and he was one of the only people I could talk to about it because he knows what I'm going through you know he knows everything we went through together from the beginning to the end and yes I have bitter thoughts about him and I called him a fucking coward and I called him a whole bunch of stuff but at the same time I love him and a part of me always will I know <laughs> We need to go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. We need to do something. Oh, we need to get out of our headspace. All right. So what do you guys do to get out of your headspace? Yeah, we just need some legit, like, friend advice right now. Yeah. You hear what the drama is? Any kind of what you got. What do you, like... Let me tell you this one. This ain't gonna, this ain't gonna stop us. We're gonna no. have some fun. We're gonna we have get you to join us. amazing ideas. She's changing the world over there. You know, um, we've been learning a lot about podcasting, and we're looking to share that with you as well. Yes. So, I mean, if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. If you want to start a podcast, do it. Yeah, absolutely do it. Find your voice. Good. We'll end on some shout Let's end on some shout-outs, some female empowerment, some, some love. Yes. Aww. Should we let Vivi come out and end it with yeah, us? Yeah, let's let Vivi come out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're letting out the diva. Let me go get her. You want to come talk on our show? Come here. Hi. Come here, you. You get to wear my robe. It's cold out here. <laughs> Guess what, guys? Ow! Live here we have little diva. Little diva, whose birthday it is. Oh, birthday girl. I love that at four years old she has like a four day celebration of her birthday. That is fabulous. Put your you, heart out, Paris Hilton. You go, girl. She had the Disney on ice and then a big party in the park. And then, I mean, tomorrow she's going to McDonald's to get a chicken nugget. <laughs> going inside. Ooh. You're um, going to play, play in the play place? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do our shout out, okay? Ending on a great note. Yes, we weren't going to end on a great note, but we, we didn't know to. how to, but yeah, yeah. I think we can. We can. So we want to shout out Lauren um, on Twitter at Weird Tees. She's some weird tea. She does these really, really cool uh, designs. She yeah. said that we were her favorite podcast, but she also emailed us and let us know that you can do Bumble just to find friends. Oh, yeah, because last episode we were talking about where do you find friends yeah. on apps. So Bumble, that is cool, you know? Like Yes, you can set up a Bumble friend date and not just uh, Bumble for dating. By the way, I am not dating yet. I am not ready for it. Okay, you're the Bumble friend. But yes. you got some solid ladies. Yes, I do. Uh, should we sing happy birthday to Vivian? Yes. All right, this episode's just a whole shebang, all right? <laughs> One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Vivian. Happy birthday to you. And many more. <laughs> Do you want to help us say bye? Yeah. Okay, so we say, all right, guys, that's it for this week. And then we say, bye. 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 Say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.
Girl, that was fun. Yeah, another fun conversation with you. Yes. If you have any feedback, email us feedback at keepingitcasualpodcast.com. My Twitter is Bremixed, B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D. And I'm at MJ Radio Diva, any social platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Keeping It Casual Podcast. You get to see live videos, silly little photos of us. Mm-hmm. All the dumb photos that we talk about. Anything yes. photo-wise we talk about in the episode, it'll be there. We look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> we'll be back with more uh, gossip about nothing and... Everything. Bye. Bye.